Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, your host, and I am joined by my co-host, well, not co-host, guest, uh, Miss Erin Vrujink. Erin? I like the word co-host. You can (laughs) use that from now on. (laughs) Guest is is back then with Exodus, you know? Okay, so you're, you're our guest on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but Thursday and Friday, you'll be my co-host. Yeah. And I like from that. here on out, <laughs> maybe you'll join me on every podcast recording and we'll just co-host together and have guests on from here on out. Can I get a commitment right now? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> co-host forever. Co-host for life. Maybe for just take life. over this podcast and, and I'll just, you know, encourage be you. The, be the co-host. No, I'll just be and the then owner. I'll be the leader. I'll be the podcast owner and you can just be the, the host. Okay. I'll be the producer. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, Erin is taking signups for her next podcast guest. She'll be interviewing you according to your time slot. Thanks <laughs> everybody for listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We are going to be reading Philippians chapter 3, verses 4b through 14. Erin, do you know what it means when it says 4b? It's like halfway through the verse. Okay. Like, so the second half of the verse. Yeah. Would you mind reading that for us? All right. If someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law of Pharisee, as for zeal persecuting the church, as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith, I want to know Christ, yes, to know his power of resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of what is for Jesus Christ. Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to be have taken hold of it but one thing i do forgetting what's behind and straying toward what is ahead i press on toward the goal to win the prize for which god has called me heavenward in christ jesus yes thank you aaron okay what do you think about this passage aaron okay uh let's see um again I split into chunks because that's just easier for me. Yeah. Um, 
first part was 4B through 7. And what I got out of it was that even if you're a Christian and might do all kinds of like stuff like, oh, I go to church, I read three pages of the Bible every day, or I uh, lead a youth group, I do a Bible study and all that, all kinds of religious stuff by following God, like all those affairs, none of that matters. It, it's just, it's just believing in God and worshiping him and listening to his calls. Cause. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I have some things to say, but you, you, uh, you said you broke it up into chunks. Did you have other things that from the other chunks of the passage you wanted to draw or was that the main thing? Um, Another thing from that verse was that, um, like, um, that, um, let's see, that, that we can't push Jesus to take us to, like, his place. We can't force him to take us to heaven, like, he chooses to, and, like, the reason why he can do that is because he's the son of God. He died for our sins. So. Where do you see that? Um, I see that, um, like, um, in verse five through six, it says, like, um, it talks about all of Israel and Trap Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrews, and all that. And, like, they try and be like Jesus, like, like be perfect and all that. And they're like, God, we want you to accept us into heaven. And we won't take no as an answer. Well, that's what I get out of it. Yeah. Um, but God's like, that's not how it works. Like, yeah. um, I created you. So you, you have to do what I say because mm -hmm. I rule you. Yeah, I, you know, I love that you're drawing that out, Aaron. Um, there are a lot of us, especially those of us who grew up in the church. I grew up in a church just like you. And there can be a lot of pressure to act like a Christian and to do certain things that make it feel like you're making spiritual progress or like you're doing the right things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever felt that way? Yeah, like sometimes like like oh you're the oldest in like you're the oldest child in the family. You need to do all of this. Like you need to pray for the family. You need to <laughs> you need to read the Bible every day. You need to you need to let's see. You need to read the um a devotion every night. Like, mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. I, I grew up, I mean, my parents never wanted to push anything on me. Like they didn't seem to want to like make me into a certain kind of Christian or person. I never felt controlled by them, but even so I still felt like I was supposed to behave a certain way as a Christian. My dad was a pastor and I felt like I had to, that being a Christian was about doing all the Christian things, you know, like 
going to youth group and going to church. I felt like if I didn't go to church or go to youth group, that somehow I was being disqualified, you know, from being a Christian or something like that. I wouldn't be seen as a Christian person. And so it becomes part of your identity is all the things you do. And I love that Paul says, I regard all this stuff as rubbish, as garbage. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, it's like trash. Like it's like, like, like if you think of like, um, like the Jews and how they follow all the rules and mm-hmm. all that, like following the rules isn't going to get you anywhere. It's, no. it's like saying, I'm going to, it's like saying, I'm going to do everything that I can to, to um, be like God and I'll never sin. But what we really say, what we really should say is that God, I'm going to try my best, but I know I won't succeed in not sinning because we do it all the time. Like we can't stop ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, well, here's where we get, this is why I love Bible reading plan and having a whole week's worth of scriptures. You kept referencing Exodus 20. So <laughs> Exodus 20, first of all, remember how we talked about how God didn't give the law before he rescued them, but only after? Remember that? Yeah, after. Only after. He already rescued them, and then he gives them things to do. It's not that God wants legalism. He, you, you're not going to obey your way into, into your deliverance. You know, God already rescued these people and now he's just telling them how to live. But even that people started to treat it as their foundational identity. Like, like we have to follow these. Oh, oh, here's the rules. I guess we have to follow the rules and we got to follow the rules. And if we break them, we're just going to die. And then God's going to kill us. God says you do, you do one thing wrong and that's it for you. I'm not going to show you anything else but that's like even though i gave you these rules these are like boundaries like Like we were talking about like like boundaries so like god's like like um god's like like um god is like i know i gave you all these rules but these are like boundaries so if you break them, it's okay. But these are just to point you in the right direction. Yes. They define uh, a path, a course. Uh, uh, they help people know what righteousness is and what it means to live part of God's family. Like you do with your own family. If you break a rule in your house, it's not like you don't, you're no longer a daughter, right? Like, right. Like, do you have rules in like, your house? Um. Let's see. If... My parents say to do something, like do the dishes. Don't say no. Don't. <laughs> so, but if you don't do the dishes, are you still their daughter? Um, if I if I don't do the dishes, I'm still their daughter. But do you still get to sleep in your house? I still get to sleep in my house, but they're they're disappointed that I didn't follow their that I didn't listen to them that I didn't do what they said to do. Right. That's that's pretty much what God's saying. Like, I tell you to do this, but you don't do it. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. And we and but I still love you. Yeah. Yeah. I uh 
But it would also be sad if you thought that the the only reason you were their daughter was because you always do the dishes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if some someday you got to the point where you're like, well, since you keep asking me to do dishes, I guess that's just all that I am to you is just a dishwasher. That would be pretty sad too, wouldn't it? It would be. And uh, like the, the clothes doer, put them all in there. And, <laughs> and since our cousin moved in, her name's Noelle, she's 20. Like, um, I do a lot of her stuff for her. Like I wash yeah. all of her clothes and then I oh, help her nice. with what she needs. Like, because... Because um, when she was younger, she didn't grow up with her parents. She grew up with my grandparents. And mm. she, wasn't, she wasn't taught like I was right now. She was taught differently, which, which, sets a, which sets a different perspective because I grew up, I'm growing up with my parents, but she grew up with her grandparents, even though her parents were still there but yep. so you guys were raised differently but now she's living in your house yeah and so, so she has been quote-unquote delivered to your house yes and when you live and in your house there's different rules yes and now we're we're um putting her in a different direction than what she was before so she's learning a lot of new stuff how this time. works, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, you got to do this now. Like, you can't lay it off until the very mm -hmm. last second. Like, and I would imagine for someone like that, like your cousin, she probably gets sometimes a little frustrated with all the different rules. Yeah. I mean, she's never done it before. Like, like, um... She doesn't, uh, let's see. She's never made a quesadilla in the oven before. I have to, <laughs> I have to, I have to make her, I have to make her a quesadilla because she uh -huh. doesn't know. Like she was raised different, differently. So she doesn't uh -huh. know. Yeah. Even, even her younger sister doesn't know how to make a hot dog. Uh -huh. Like <laughs> it just blows my mind. Like. Uh -huh how being raised differently just totally changes yeah. your life. So you welcome her into a new household. There's lots of different rules. Um, do you guys ever have to remind her that it's okay and remind her that you love her and that she's part of your family now and anything like that? You guys ever have to do anything or do you think special together as a family that doesn't have to do with any of the rules? I feel like that she's older, like, um she also has a part of like helping with the household it's just it takes some time because when she lived with her grandparents she didn't do any of this stuff she she had food most of the time made for her because my grandpa and grandma are like masters at making like <laughs> food they yeah. you say can you make me this and they're like done yeah right that's cool. Well, I'm so glad that she's part of your house. And for me, it's a little picture of what happened to us when we, when we were saved by Jesus. So he welcomes us into a new house. And there's new rules of that house because it helps us live together as a family. 
right. with God, helps us work together as a team. Like we said earlier, you know, with uh, Isaiah's passage about the vineyard. And sometimes it's when that, when those rules, sometimes it's hard, it's, it's easy to let those rules kind of just be all that we see. And we need to be reminded by people like Paul, who says, it's not about the rules. It's about the fact that Jesus loves you and that you're part of a new family now. And we need to not get obsessed with the rules, but remember that um, we've got a God who loves us and wants the best for us and wants to form us and shape us into new kinds of people. So that's, that's what your story reminds me of is we're in a new family now, yeah. with new rules. And, um, and we need to be reminded of God's love for us. Like you were saying, like, um, like in our family, like sometimes she does stuff wrong that she doesn't know is wrong, Mm -hmm. but even though she does it wrong, we still love her. Yeah. And that refers to Isaiah 5, which we listened to yesterday. (laughs) She's still the garden of God's delight. (laughs) Drop the mic. Boom. I love it. Thank you, Aaron, for your stories and for your insights on this passage. Um, Definitely blesses me and ministers to me. So I appreciate you. Uh, Guys, we're going to catch up with you tomorrow with our last passage of the week. Friday morning, we're going to be reading Matthew 21, verses 33 through 46. Tune back in tomorrow morning, and we'll be with you then. For now, bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.